Hi, Shelly. Hello, Mary. So the adversary gets to uh, make a star appearance today in the Temple movie, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to go ahead and uh, bring Lucifer on the scene. You guys <laughs> ready for this? Uh, Lucy, <laughs> as he's affectionately known. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we do that, though, we haven't heard from a listener in a while. Let's do a letter. It's a good one today. Okay, we'll do that and uh, then get into the Temple shit. All righty. Be right back. Boss is here. Military parents never miss a beat, and neither does the Johns Hopkins U.S. Family Health Plan. Built for every warrior in your family, with more than 40 years of service to military families, TRICARE Prime Benefits plus exclusive extras. Learn more at warriorsathome.com. Are you struggling to lose weight and keep it off? Tired of wasting time and money on starvation diets that lead to more frustration and stress? If there was a weight loss solution that could actually work for you, would you try it? Then head to golo.com. I'm Steve. I lost 138 pounds in nine months on Golo. I'm Amber. I've lost 128 pounds with Golo. If you're ready to take back control of your life, head to golo.com now and see how Golo can work for you. That's golo.com. My sleep is way better. My inflammation has gone way down. Golo saved my life. I was way overweight. That's what sent me down the path. I wanted to make sure and live for my kid. I have literally tried everything. I was on the verge of getting gastric bypass surgery, and I saw the Golo commercial, and it was the last thing I tried because it worked. Join over 2 million people who found a better way to lose weight with Golo. Your healthier and happier life begins at Golo.com. That's G-O-L-O.com. Again, G-O-L-O.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Latter-day Lesbian, the podcast about an ex-Mormon gay girl just trying to figure out her life. I'm Mary. I always forget that part. <laughs> I'm Shelly, <laughs> and I need a break from being in the temple. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> oh Although... God. I had real positive responses to Pirate God. You know, it's funny. We, we put through all this effort and we, you know, at the end of recording, we're like, oh, that was exhausting. It was kind of boring. And then Mary adds a bunch of shit to it and like, <laughs> like you know, Pirate God. <laughs> and then we listen to it and yeah. we're like, oh, my God, we are laughing so hard and getting so much good feedback. Everyone else laughing. Well, it was a real treat getting it back from Dan at Extension Audio when he put all that reverb for Michael and... <laughs> Elohim and Jehovah, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, By the way, fun. Dan, there will be some more temple today. So, you're, you know, get the <laughs> reverb ready, baby. Okay. Can't wait Adam. for that. Uh-huh. Yep. That's There's how it goes. That he's yelling at Adam. Again? Adam's naked. Yeah. Adam put some clothes on. You should be ashamed. It, essentially. No, yeah. he wants to know. Well, whatever. We'll get to it. All but, right. Um, That's a little tease for what's coming up. Mm-hmm. But we should get to a letter. You know, we've been talking about still reading people's letters on our podcast, and we want to continue doing that. We want everyone to feel encouraged to send a letter our way. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Please do so at latterdaylesbian.org slash contact. Not sure when we're going to get to your letter. For instance, today's letter is from last December. (laughs) We're crushing it. We're crushing it. Um, So everybody knows. Mm -hmm. I am now working full-time yeah. uh, for UC Places. I needed to increase my hours to yes. pay for kids. Sure. Seeing as how I have seven. Um, They're expensive. They are expensive. And that plus my other part-time job plus the podcasts, mm-hmm. plural. You're busy. I'm very busy. Mm-hmm. I'm trying, really, I'm trying so hard to get to people's letters to reply and stuff. It's hard. Please don't feel left out if I don't, don't reply. Or it's like two more years. <laughs> that before you get a reply. You know, if you want pretty quick access to us, the easiest way is to join our podcast discussion group on Facebook. So that's Latter-day Lesbian Podcast Discussion Group. It's free to join. Other ways to get in touch are through Marco Polo channels. It's an excellent way, yes. actually, to hear from us right away. You can leave a private message, mm-hmm. actually. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is a video chat service, but we are pretty prompt about that. And Patreon. Yeah. So those are ways to get in touch if you want some immediate feedback. Both Patreon and channels. I'm sure everyone knows this already, but there's a subscription fee, but that does help keep us going. So it's not like we're smoking it rolled up in a joint. Huh. Interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Although sometimes we feel like it. I mean, not in Virginia. Um, Hmm. (laughs) Anyway, so for quick and easy and free access would be the Latter-day Lesbian Podcast Discussion Group. There's a whole slew of amazing people. Oh, yeah. So if you want support, 
that is the place to go. You will feel supported and loved. If you want access to us, it's channels and Patreon. Very well said, Thank you. I try to say things well. All good Mm -hmm. points. Okay, but we are going to get to a letter today Mm -hmm. to break up this temple monotony bullshit. Mm -hmm. This is a wild one. Oh. Yeah. This is from Chrissy. But you know what we need to do? What? We need to do our special intro. Okay, ready? I think it goes something like, so it's time once again for an LDL letter. Oh, it's singular. Do it again. (laughs) Do it again. Singular. <laughs> Leave it in then. That's kind of some funny shit. <laughs> uh, okay. Mm-hmm. It was not awkward at all. No, no, no. <laughs> Sorry, Chrissy. Yep. You this... got the fucked up intro. <laughs> <laughs> She'll always remember the fucked up intro she got on our uh-huh. show. Mm-hmm. This was from mid December 12, 15, 2019. Well, we Pre COVID. Pre COVID. Wow. Back in the socialization days. Back in that lovely year known as 2019. <laughs> that wasn't so fucked up. Right? <laughs> Jesus. Speaking of F bombs, and I know I'm dropping my fair share, mm-hmm. so does Chrissy. My is she goodness. an F bomber? She is. Her and I love letter Chrissy. is full of F bombs and Bring other it. cuss words. We, were, we dropped a lot of F bombs last episode. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that damn troll. Fuck her, by the way. <laughs> People were having an interesting time on our discussion group talking about curse versus cuss. They're and, the same. Right, but cuss is kind of like that homespun, folksy, uh, American version. I never say curse words. You always say cuss? Cuss. Hmm. I say swears. I think it's a funnier word. <laughs> Watch your swears. Watch your swears. <laughs> okay, let me get to the letter, shall okay, we? Okay, okay, go. All right, she starts out, Holy mother of fucking Jesus Christ, God damn it, fuck the Mormon church through all generations of time and throughout all eternity. What? She has clearly been through the temple. <laughs> we'll get there. Okay, she says, All right, now that I've gotten that out of the way. <laughs> I met you guys at the Phoenix Rainbow Festival. Nice. That was a while ago. That was Last like summer. Wasn't it about a year ago, right? Yeah. I know, crazy. Yeah, she had included a picture. She says, I have this lovely picture of us. I'm basically famous. So I guess she had her picture taken with us. Well, she is famous then. <laughs> you guys have changed my life forever, she says. It's a long time. Yeah. I'm so pissed at myself for not showing up at the ex-Mormon meetup the night before to get to know you guys better. I know. That was a good time. It was a good time. I started listening to your podcast about a week ago, so almost roughly like, what, nine months ago or something? I'm thinking she's caught up. Chrissy, are you all caught up now? (laughs) she said I'm almost halfway through, so (laughs) So I'm I'm thinking thinking she's caught up up now. I started from the beginning. Like a good girl. (laughs) She followed Shelly's instructions. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was so hooked, I couldn't stop listening for three days straight. I hope she stopped long enough to, like, eat and pee and maybe take a nap. No, no. Are you a true fan or not? Let's (laughs) go. No pressure. Chrissy, let's go. (laughs) The first day I listened to 15 episodes nonstop. Oh, God. (laughs) She's serious. I bet she was having dreams and our voices were Mm -hmm. in her head. Probably. That's awesome. Well, that's when you tune into Sleepy Shorts. Oh, And then our voices really can be in your head all night. (laughs) (laughs) For bedtime. Yep. Short stories for bedtime. There it is. It's people like you that give me hope of one day seeing the Mormon church completely disintegrate. Fucking awesome. That would be fucking awesome. To be honest, I didn't realize how fucked up my life is because of the so-called church. The Mormon church mind fucked me in so many different ways. I don't even know where to start. My story is pretty fucking wild. So put your seatbelts on because we're going for a ride. Click. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we're all buckled in. Mm-hmm. I can attest. I read through this. I can attest. It's pretty wild. Is it wild? It's pretty wild. Bring it, Chrissy. <laughs> it's a long story, but it's jam-packed with Mormon fuckery. I'm telling you, I didn't realize just how fucked up my life has been because of the Mormon church until listening to your podcast. You're you know, welcome. that's a theme that happens. I am so glad that we get to point out how fucked up mm-hmm. people's lives are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we talk about it sometimes. I think it is that combination of somebody who's so immersed in it, it's like a second language to you. And for someone like me, you know, who's yeah. who, who needs like Rosetta Stone to be able to understand right, the language, you right. know? <laughs> it's kind of like when you're in it and you're a believer, you really don't see anything. It's so normal to yeah, you. Yeah, it's very normal. And then you leave the church and you're just kind of angry and sad and figuring shit out, but you still don't see how crazy. Yeah, it you all don't is. see how crazy it is until you are so far out and yeah. then you talk about it. 
Yeah. And you talk about it out loud to people who don't know <laughs> what the fuck you're talking about. And then you're like, damn, that is crazy. That's some wacky shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Because I think if I was even sitting and chatting with an exmo, we would probably be laughing at some of the things that mm-hmm. we believe, but there wouldn't be this smack me over the head like, good God, that's crazy. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. I know. So, Shelly, thank you for being willing to sound like a complete idiot. Anytime, baby. <laughs> You're I taking one for, for the you. team. Yes, I'm here for you and for all of our <laughs> oh, listeners. for all of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Chrissy goes on to say, I grew up in an oppressive household. My father was raised in the church and I have lineage. And she says, haha, don't you love that word? I can hate that word. Tracing back to W.W. Phelps. Mm. Who's, he, who's he that? He wrote a lot of the um, hymns in the fucked up oh, hymnal. Okay. Okay. I don't know about a lot, but he Praise did Praise to write. the man? I'm not sure. <laughs> okay. But yeah. My mother is Cuban and was converted as a teenager and has been a TBM ever since. Wait, pause. If your name was like William Wallace Phelps, why don't you just go by Bill and not WW? <laughs> it's more official sounding. Oh, God. Yeah. fucking Mormons, they just love their initials. They sure do. All right, carry on. Okay. My mother had the hardest time with me because I was the black sheep. I didn't want to follow the Mormon rules. I felt like it separated me from others, which you guys really helped me understand. Well, it did. Yeah, because you're like this special weird unicorn. You're a weirdo. (laughs) I hate, in all caps, that the Mormon church grooms children, also in all caps, into believing they are different, special, and better than everyone else in the world. It's so fucked up. Yep. I felt that, and my mother hated that I didn't want to conform. Oof. So I guess she knew that it was fucked up. Yeah. And her mother was like, you're special. You're spe- do you know how Just, lucky you yeah. are to be born under the covenant? How many blah, times blah, blah. you hear that from your family? Oh, God, and I passed that down to my kids. Mm. Thankfully, I stopped. Yeah, you stopped. Yeah, but... Mm. Ugh. I know. Oish. Chrissy says, when I was 15, I was sexually abused by a boy from school. Fuck. I know. My parents found out because they read my journal which didn't explicitly say I was sexually abused because, well, I was 15 and I didn't even really know what that meant. Mm -hmm. They blamed me for it. Well, of course. Mm. My mom was so angry that she threatened to take me to the doctor to prove whether or not I was still a virgin. That's not embarrassing or awkward or shameful at all, right? Did they threaten that to their boys? Mm. Has anyone ever threatened their boy that they would take them to the doctor to find out whether or not they were a virgin? Why is virginity (laughs) true? I mean, they can say, I'm going to go give you a lie detector test, whatever Uh, the fuck. Yeah. Why is virginity of a female so— It's her only commodity that matters to anyone. Who's religious. And it only happens one time. It's like we were watching. Okay. It only happens one time for the first time well, for the guy, I know, too. And who I the know. fuck cares? I don't know. And the first time for a woman is never good anyway. Like, why do you <laughs> want to be the dude to ruin her life? <laughs> God. Mm-hmm. I want it to be, obviously, the person's choice. Of, of course. And that should not be taken away no, from you. of course. But to put it on such a pedestal. Yeah, that if somehow it's taken from you or if somehow you but if sin. You, if you give it voluntarily, then go for it. And why do we talk about giving your virginity I don't anyway? Know. It's so stupid. It's weird. It's a weird conversation. I don't, I don't li- it actually creeps me out every time we say something like, he took my virginity or I gave him my virginity. Uh-huh. It's just gross. If you want to engage in consensual sex, whether it's the first time or the 100th time, go for it. Why are we putting like almost like a price tag? For sure. On this event. It's the sexual commodity, and I hate that, because no man's worth is depleted because he's not a virgin. Right. No man. I have never in my life heard of a man feel like he yes. was worth less than a virgin yes. man. So if a they young— They actually made fun of. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't have sex, it's the opposite. Yeah. You know, you're actually teased. Yeah. Okay, you, virgin. Right. Yeah. I think the reason a woman is so, like, protective of it and wants to hang on to it for so long in some cases is because that's their worth. Yeah. So if you give it away too soon, you know, and it's over, but then— But the give it away part, I hate that. I know, it's I not, hate you're that, not too. You're not giving— If you're deflowered, okay, oh, as God, a young woman— I hate that word, too. Oh, I know, it's horrible. But if 
you don't have that commodity to hang on to anymore, then where does your worth come from? Well, it's a that's whole f- taught what your worth is. Right. And that whole premise is wrong and bad sure. and sucks. Horrible. Horrible. I wish we didn't think about sex as giving anything to anybody. Whether you've done it before or not shouldn't matter. You you are sharing an experience. You're not yeah. giving. I'm not giving Share my, an vir- experience my virtual with vagina someone to someone. that yeah. you care about. And if you think that's your entire value is wrapped up in that event and losing your virginity, then you've been taught incorrectly. Right. That is not your value at all. It has nothing to do with sex. Right. Zero. Just doesn't. Unless you're a Mormon. <laughs> <laughs> Which brings it back to the letter. Back to the letter. Sorry, Good job. Chrissy. Good job. We got a yep. little sidetracked. Mm-hmm. I got a little heated. I circled back around. Yeah, I got a little heated too. I'm yeah. very, that bothers me mm-hmm. a lot. More oh, than a lot of horrible. things. Yeah. Yep. Chrissy says, I truly believe now this is because the Mormon church teaches that any sexual sin is basically next to murder. Mm-hmm. They Could teach be another that. reason. Thank you, Spencer W. Kimball. Yeah. Okay, moving on. I learned quickly that my mother was not a source of support for me. I had no one to talk to about it. I actually talked to my parents last year about this because it came up in therapy, and my parents claimed they had no idea it was abuse, even though they read the details about it in my journal. Oh, yeah, and they blamed her, and they had her take a virginity test. So, (sighs) oh, conveniently, I forgot all that. (laughs) God. Oh, she says, Shelly, when you talk about your father magically forgetting things, Mm -hmm. my mother does the same. It's infuriating, and it's not an excuse for their behavior. They block things out to avoid the cognitive dissonance. Yeah, it's like just because you forgot that you did this bullshit to me doesn't mean you didn't do this bullshit to me. Right. I don't care if you remember it or not. This damn. Oh, yeah. Well, whenever you try to talk to your dad about things from your past, he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, he had such a terrible childhood. Yeah, he's like, like, I just don't remember. He can't take it seriously. No. No. Mm -hmm. Back to the letter. Chrissy says, but this is just the beginning of my story. This is going to be a long one, but you're going to want to read this. Well, my seatbelt's on, so we're good. (laughs) I know, right? I started drinking, doing drugs, and skipping school at age 15. Atta girl. Mm-hmm. At this point, I didn't care if I lived or died. Oh, sweetie. I'm sorry. I started cutting myself because I wanted the attention, and I didn't know how else to get it. Mm -hmm. So my parents sent me to a wilderness program. If you aren't familiar, it's where troubled teens are sent to backpack out in the wilderness to get their heads straight. It's basically run by Mormons, she says. Ugh. Well, this wilderness program was in southern Utah, and I was picked up in the middle of the night by two strangers who took me from my home and flew me to Utah, where I'd spend the next eight weeks with other teenage girls who just taught me about all the other kinds of drugs I should do. Sounds like a great camp. (laughs) I would love to hear if anyone went to one of these camps and came back and was like, I'm going to totally be Mormon now. I'm more spiritual. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Needless to say, the program didn't work, and several months later, I was yet again picked up by two strangers and flown out to Utah. This time, I was sent to a residential treatment facility in Cedar City, where I spent the next year and a half. Damn. Wow, it's a long time. It was basically a lockdown boarding school for deviant teenage girls. And guess who ran it? Yep, Mormons. I was severely brainwashed in this program. I was taught to believe that my life was saved by being sent there and that my instincts should never be trusted. Wow. I don't know much about military boot camp, but the things I've heard about it sound a lot like what I went through. Yeah. We were mentally beaten down and emotionally abused. Sounds like trick. Mm, Yeah, for sure. Uh, But a year and a half bit. Right, right, right. I was taught to be afraid of myself. I was brainwashed to believe I was a danger to myself, and my only chance of survival was to listen to authority and do as I was told. I'll tell you one example of how fucked up this place was. My grandfather died during this time. I was very close to him. We were writing letters to each other, and all of a sudden, they stopped. The director of the program came to me and told me the news. She also told me, You know, I was going to let you go see him before he died, but you weren't ready. Fuck that. (sighs) I know. (sighs) Basically, she meant that I wasn't conforming well enough yet, so I didn't deserve to see my grandfather before he died. Wow. Okay. I was given the option to go to his funeral, but that if I chose to go, it would be the wrong choice. Yeah, in other words, you don't really have an option. Yes. Sounds Mm -hmm. like free agency, right? Mm -hmm. That's what she says. Mm -hmm. I was scared out of my mind. 
I remember the co-director chastising me in front of the entire class saying, if you go to that funeral, you will relapse into old behavior. You are not ready to go anywhere in front of the class. Jesus. Wow. Thanks, Mm -hmm. Mormon lady or whoever it was. The only reason I had the courage to actually go was because the owner of the program told me I should go. Interesting. He was the only person who made me feel safe there. So I went, despite the enormous pressure and guilt to not go. I remember being at his funeral and being terrified that if I did anything wrong, the leaders of the program would somehow know and I'd be punished. I felt like they were always watching me. I remember my dad wanting to show me a song, and I told him I couldn't because I wasn't a level four yet. She said, yes, there was a level system that came with privileges. It's like prison. They do that shit in prison. Yeah. Yeah. And I was not at the level where you could leave the facility yet. So technically, I was breaking the rules by going to the funeral in the first place. Wow. This is crazy. Mm-hmm. Shelly, you talked about this fear of always being watched, a feeling like God was always watching you and knew your deepest, darkest secrets, and that if you tried to hide anything, you'd be condemned. Yep, I know that feeling so well. That's how I felt being in the program. I literally lost myself. I became a mold of what my parents and Mormon leaders wanted me to be. I became a devout Mormon after I came home, went to BYU, and tried to do everything I was told. Wow, they just wanted to mold her into some yeah, obedience. Stepford obedience, wife type of person. Obedience to what we think you should be. Oof, that sounds sucks. horrible. Mm-hmm. Chrissy says, eventually I broke down and stopped going to church when I was 20. My story at BYU is another fucked up Mormon tale, but I want to get onto the juice of my story. Yeah, it gets worse. Here's what I'll say about BYU. It's a giant cesspool of brainwashed, horny young adults who get married after three months of knowing each other because the leaders of the church push their agendas and make kids feel like if they don't conform, they'll be alone for the rest of eternity. Yes, I actually had a bishop say that to an entire congregation. So fucked up. Yep. You know, it's weird they say this stuff, but then aren't you promised a companion for eternity when you die? Only if there's some reason why you can't find one. You don't just like hang out and be single. It's so contradictory. Mm -hmm. They have a solution for everything. It's like pressure, 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 get married, have kids, have kids. Oh, but if you don't. We'll give you one in eternity. As long as you stay Mormon. (laughs) Pay your tithing so you can have an eternal spouse. Oh, my God. Chrissy says, to be honest, I didn't really try to fix my beliefs at this point. I stopped going to church and got heavy into drugs and alcohol. I did a little research on church history and even wrote a research paper on Utah alcohol laws and argued that the church should lose its tax-exempt status. I would agree. But I was too busy getting fucked up to really know the church wasn't true. So when I was 25, I met my ex-husband. At the time, I considered myself an atheist, and I was finally trying to figure out what I believed, if anything at all. My ex-husband was a TBM and didn't mind my non-belief. He bore his testimony to me anyway. It brought back all those good feelings of the spirit. Now, she's, I think she means this. And since I was at a point where I was healthier and starting to discover who I really am, I eventually went back to the church. Okay, so his testimony made her feel good feelings from the church from when she was a kid or something. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, he probably didn't bear testimony to her about polygamy and blacks in the priesthood. <laughs> and he was probably more about, right. you know, Jesus loves you and families are sure. forever. Yeah, For sure, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. I remember praying for the first time in five years and having an intense spiritual experience. I wrote about it in a blog and had over a thousand people read it and share it. I eventually became a sort of Mormon icon within my community, proving the church is true because, look, an atheist was converted to the gospel. Dear God. I became the favorite child. My mother was so proud of me, Mm -hmm. and everyone wanted me to talk to their children to convince them the gospel was true. Oh, my God. It's like some prodigal son bullshit. Yeah. I was on cloud nine. Mm -hmm. But, you know, that happens. Like, you got the most praise and attention when you were pregnant. Uh Uh-huh. Right. So you had a lot of babies. Yep. Because it felt good. Yep. Okay, back to the letter. Okay. But no one knew what was happening in the background. There really is way too much to talk about when it comes to my ex-husband, so I'm not going to get into the details. Uh, I'm just going to come right out and say it. My ex-husband brainwashed me into believing he was the Holy Spirit in human form. Should Mm. I read that sentence again? Yeah. (laughs) My ex-husband brainwashed me into believing he was the Holy Spirit in 
human form. So your ex-husband was the third member of the Godhead. Yeah, she's getting into the Godhead in a second. Oh, special lady. <laughs> was he a translated being, maybe? <laughs> no, maybe. no, he's Bigfoot. <laughs> My ex-husband brainwashed me into believing he was the third and separate member of the Godhead, given a body during these last days, or latter days, mm-hmm. to help usher in the second coming of Jesus Christ. Cuckoo, cuckoo, so why cuckoo. didn't they live in Missouri? I don't Isn't that where know. Jesus is going to be? You know. Sure, but maybe they were supposed to do blah, 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 whatever they had work to do. Who knows? He told me I was chosen by God to be his eternal companion and to help him become more like Christ so he could fulfill his divine purpose. He told me all of my previous life experiences shaped me into exactly the kind of person who could help him change. All about him, uh-huh. clearly. He also told me he remembered me from the pre-existence oh my God. because we worked together side by side preparing to come to earth to meet each other in this way. Are you like an adult type of person in the pre-existence? I, I don't know. None of this makes sense. <laughs> it sounds uh, like past lives she's talking about. I, uh, like, I knew you in another life kind of a thing. Stories that are told are that, you know, these feel-good things of like, you know, we promised each other we'd find each other here on earth, and I knew you were going to be my mom, or I knew— you know, just, just stupid, stupid okay. bullshit. <laughs> Which, by the way, I don't care if you believe that or not. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Maybe, right? It okay. do, doesn't matter to me what you believe, but it's when you use that belief mm-hmm. to try to manipulate someone into doing what you want. Because right. you're saying— I know more than you. Sure. I remember you. Mm-hmm. I am godlike. We're supposed to be together. That's fucked up. Yeah, that is pretty fucked up. It's a big time manipulation mm-hmm. and actually not all that uncommon in the Mormon dating scene. A lot of returned missionaries are like, God has. He's told me. Yeah, God has told me. He's bestowed upon me this wisdom mm-hmm. that proves that you are to be my eternal companion. Yeah. I mean, shit, <laughs> Brent did that. I don't think he did it purposefully. I'm sure mm-hmm. he didn't, you know, but when he proposed, it was after we'd gotten into a big fight and um, he came over and he got down on one knee and was like, I don't know why, but the spirit is telling me I should propose. <laughs> and maybe he felt that. Was it the spirit? Fucking doubt it. But he felt How that. How about I love you and I can't spend another day without you? No, that wasn't said. No, <laughs> no. And me as feeling like, you know, a less than holy person. Because sure. He, I wasn't a virgin and I had this past and everything. And the uh-huh. fact that he is telling me. Because he was a spiritual pillar. Right. In my mm-hmm. mind, for sure. Mm-hmm. So the fact that he was telling me that he was being inspired by God, essentially, to ask me to marry him. I mean, how could you refuse? I would, Of course I wouldn't refuse that. God. And again, I don't think he said it that way to manipulate me. Mm-hmm. He had whatever in his head at the time that he thought he was feeling. Yeah. But a lot of these dudes, they get kind of swept up in the moment and they feel like this is the spirit telling God's me to propose. Talking to me. Yeah, God's talking to me. God knows that you're supposed to be my eternal well, companion. They have the priesthood. They think they're like, they have yeah. a direct line to God or something. Right. Right. So, of course. Oh, to go back in time and have you just say, uh, you know what? I'm not feeling that, dude. Yeah, let me think on that. <laughs> let me think no, on I'm that. No, I'm not feeling that. Yeah, let me go to therapy for a while. <laughs> God is leading you astray, mm-hmm. my friend. This isn't going to happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, back to the letter. Back to the letter. This is Chrissy's time. Chrissy Sorry. says, he told me it was going to be excruciating, but it would all work out in the end. All of the emotional trauma and physical abuse that happened was just the devil trying to stop us from getting married and fulfilling our divine responsibility. God, this guy. Yeah. He's like a creepy Denver snuffer, dude. (sighs) Uh, We were officially Satan's biggest target. According to this guy. <laughs> and with Can that, we get that t-shirt? <laughs> yeah, Satan's biggest target. I'm pretty sure we're Satan's biggest target we are. at this point. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> and with that would come immense pain and suffering, according well, to this That's a fun way person. to get married. Yeah. He painted a beautiful picture of how the two of us, by surviving through this tumultuous test, would eventually save the world. Okay, so for some reason... I am reminded of Abducted in Plain Sight. Yes, I was just thinking that. And the crazy crap that B told Jan about what his purpose was. Raise your hand, Mormon men, or ex-Mormon men, rather, because we don't don't have any Mormon male listeners. No, uh -uh, no. (laughs) Okay, raise your hand, ex-Mormon men. You don't have to admit it publicly. If you ever thought you were God's gift to fill in the blank. Like, were you chosen particularly by God, 
to fulfill some divine right. purpose. And this this is not us saying that you're like a bad, prideful yeah. person. We're no. just like, this is how you were raised to think of yourself. Yes. Like, is that what you thought? Did you feel like God was giving you this ability to, how do I put this? That because you had the priesthood, because you were a Mormon man, that you had this calling mm-hmm. to find the woman that's supposed to be yours and take on the world and, you know, be this driving force for good. Yeah, or however else you were handpicked, especially by Elohim. (laughs) 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 I'm going to do pirate God later, I think. (laughs) You're going to have to. (laughs) I'm going to have to. So get ready for that. Wow. The Mormon church is not doing men any favors. No. By raising them the way that they are. The Mormon church isn't doing anybody any favors. Nope. Mm. Awful, awful, awful Mm -hmm. stuff. Okay. Chrissy says, long, 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 long story short. I jumped on board Mm -hmm. because I was raised in the church and taught this level of dedication. As a woman, I knew I had it in me to go all in. I felt like a martyr, like Joseph Smith. I felt special, chosen, Mm -hmm. like my sacrifice would save the motherfucking world. You know, Jan said the same thing. Yeah. That's why she went along with having sex with, what's his name? Yep, because that was his story. For sure. They were going to save the world. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Chrissy says, wow, I feel sick even typing this out. Yeah, I feel sick hearing it. Yeah. It's horrible. Chrissy, we are so sorry. Yes, and you are not alone. No. You no, are not alone. No. She says, again, because I'm a woman, my ex-husband was the one who led the way, and I was supposed to do everything he said. Luckily for me, I am stubborn as shit, and I never let him completely take over my mind, although he got really close, she says. Eventually, I told my mother about it, who helped me realize it was all a lie. She says, ironic, right? Because it was her mother? Yeah. I then told my bishop, who knew about the abuse, by the way, and Mm -hmm. didn't report it to anyone. He also told me I should consider staying married to help him realize he's not the fucking Holy Ghost. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you stay married to that crazy person. Yeah, because you're going to help him. Yeah, so now it's your job to talk (laughs) this crazy person down. (laughs) Right. Okay. She says, God damn it, this church is so fucked up, in all caps. <laughs> yes, it's For sure it's it is. True. Honestly, I stayed super active in the church for another two years. Wow. Because I felt like God saved my life. There was a point in my marriage I thought I was going to kill myself. Oh, sweetie. But God saved me. I became his motherfucking mouthpiece, posting shit about Jesus and general conference all the time. Everyone knew my story and that I was a Jesus freak. You were that one. Yeah. Wow. Then she says, but... Mm-hmm. A lot of teas. Ah, gotcha. As time went on, I started to realize that being at church and feeling the spirit... In was, quotations, I'm yeah, guessing. Yeah. ...was actually PTSD. Mm-hmm. Every time I'd feel the spirit, all the memories of my marriage would come flooding back, and I was re-traumatized. I would sit down to watch General Conference, and I literally could not stop crying because she was reliving her trauma. God. I thought for so long that I was actually feeling the spirit and it was reminding me of how God saved my life. Isn't that so fucked up? So fucked yeah. up. Yeah. Eventually I started drinking again, started smoking marijuana, and then in parentheses says, love me some good indica. <laughs> That's real specific. <laughs> Got it. And I eventually had sex. That was the last straw that broke the camel's back. I took my garments off and stopped going to church. I started actually reading anti-Mormon material. What? You mean like history? (laughs) Right. And I found so much shit on Joseph Smith. And let me tell you, my ex-husband learned from the best. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. for sure he did. And then I found you. Shelly, Mary, you've literally changed my life. I know. I'm sitting here typing this letter and crying my fucking eyes out because I'm so relieved to finally know why my life has been so fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. I finally understand why I have so many issues like codependency, depression, anxiety, and probably a lot of other things I don't even know about yet. Yeah. I finally threw my garments and temple clothes away last week. And nope, I didn't cut out the symbols or burn any of it. (laughs) You're supposed to cut the symbols out, just, you know. Are you? Yeah. Why? Uh, I don't know. So no one could see you? I don't know. You're supposed to cut them out and burn them. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, She says, I'm really hoping some non-member goes rummaging through the garbage and finds them, and I get struck by lightning and condemned for the rest of eternity. Bring it on, God, she says. As long as you're screaming your new name when that happens. (laughs) (laughs) 
thank you, Shelley, for sharing your story. And thank you, Mary, for showing us ex-Mormons that were not too fucked up to be loved. That's right. A couple of weeks ago, I was pressured by the guy I'd been dating for several months to confess what happened with my ex-husband. And he broke up with me shortly afterward. I guess he couldn't handle it. Well, fuck him then. Yeah. It honestly took me to rock bottom. And it was in that excruciating moment I knew I needed to listen to your podcast. Wow. Yeah. Thank you for being my therapists, my confidence. I guess it's confidants. 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 Uh-huh. My best friends, she oh, says. Besties. I feel like you know me better than most people in my life. I know that sounds weird. No. But you guys have truly been my source of hope and love these days. Oh, shit. I know. Thank you for making me laugh my ass off and helping me find humor through the darkness. I know I'm not alone. Yeah. We have to fight back, she says. This trauma has to stop now before more lives are fucked, before more people actually do take their own life. This isn't just some church with weird rules. It's a fucking cult that spreads trauma and encourages suicide. Yep. Please share my story however you want and feel free to share my name. I don't care who finds out. Someday, hopefully sooner than later, I will write a book and I will continue to heal through helping other people get out of such a fucked up institution. Hell yeah. I love you guys so much. Thank you with every fiber of my being. Oh, (laughs) God. That's funny. (laughs) Love, Chrissy. That's a great letter. Chrissy, thank you for that. People right now who have just heard your story are crying or Mm -hmm. smiling or coming up with the courage for them to write their stories or talk to someone. They feel connected to you. Like, you're doing good things just by sharing. That was a beautiful story. Yeah. It's a fucked up story. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful story. And yeah. yeah, you are so not alone. Nope. Yeah. Sorry it took us this long to read it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Chrissy, thank you so much for writing that letter and being vulnerable yeah. and finding the courage to send it, all that stuff. We really appreciate it. As a reminder, if you would like to send your letter to us, please get in touch through our website, latterdaylesbian.org slash contact. Mm-hmm. Shelly, let's take a break. Let's do it. Okay, taking a little break and then come back for some Satan. It's Lucifer. Lucifer. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> be right back. We are back. Uh, just want to say before we get into the Satan talk. Um, um, it's Lucifer. Okay, Lucifer, right. Thank you. For sure. That... I took on another project. Weird. Mary recently. is not the type. Actually, she is <laughs> the very type to well, take on new projects. <laughs> I was thinking about all these letters that we receive yeah. and that there may not be a way to get to them all mm-hmm. on the podcast. Not that we don't try. Yes, but for, for sure. It's so hard. Because there's through. a lot of other and content. they're all amazing and they all deserve to be heard. Yeah. They for sure do. Or read. Boom. Shelly. Yep. Read. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I started a blog on our website. I felt like these letters needed a home, needed a place to live Mm -hmm. uh, forever and ever and ever. Amen. Mm -hmm. (laughs) In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. (laughs) And for people to be able to access them, comment. Mm -hmm. The comments have to be vetted by me. Can't be like, nice response. Reminds me of my butt. (laughs) Yeah, that's not <laughs> or a way to keep doing the work of the adversary, right? 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 right. Sally J or you know, whoever's letter it is. <laughs> is that your pseudonym, Sally? Sure. Yeah. Okay. That's when Shelly writes into herself. Like Shelly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When Shelly writes herself a letter, she goes by Sally J. Just so everybody knows. Anywho, um, if you visit our website, latterdaylesbian.org/slash/letters, mm-hmm. not shockingly. That's so clever. (laughs) Right? You'd call it letters. (laughs) For sure. Huh. Yeah. You can find, starting from November 2018, late November 2018 is when we first started getting letters. That's when uh, we started our podcast. The podcast was November 2018. It was magical. Yeah. Letters came streaming in right after. Mm -hmm. And so if you would prefer your letter not be featured on the blog, that is completely fine. What would be handy is if you write to us at contact at latterdaylesbian.org. Maybe in the subject, say, please don't include my letter. And like then in, in the, the blog. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Yes. Okay. And then in the body of the email, if you could uh, remind us yeah. uh, when maybe your letter was written. Yes. And possibly even some of the content. 
<laughs> yes, because we have <laughs> multiple people who write in with the same name, for I think, instance. I think we have at least 23,000 Alyssas. Could be. Could be. Could be. So Alyssa's, yeah, right. In. <laughs> yes, maybe um, find the email that you sent. Send us a snippet and like your last name. And we're not going to put any last names. No, this is first name only. Yes. And right. if you want to include your letter, but want to maybe give yourself a different first name, that's also a yeah, possibility. Whatever you want. Yeah. So this project is ongoing. Mm-hmm. Check it out. Mm-hmm. There are so many. It's amazing. Yeah, I the love letters it. are just phenomenal. I know. And I would encourage everyone, if you feel up to it, Mm -hmm. let your letter shine. Yes. We need to be in force to bring down this ridiculous cult. Yeah. Yeah. And other harmful religions, honestly. Yeah. There is so much power in telling your story. And by the way, the blog is not just for ex-Mormons. This is for anybody who wants to tell their story. Yes, indeed. Yes, surrounding their religious trauma. Mm-hmm. There are letters from ex-Catholics, yeah. Pentecostal Christians, yep. so it runs the gamut. Yeah, I would also encourage listeners to start getting on that blog page now and putting some comments, sending in some comments for these people who have been vulnerable enough to send their letters in. Yeah, let's show them some support. Show them some love. Show them support. You're not alone. We need to get that message. Keep getting that message out there. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. There you go. There you have it. Is it time to introduce Lucifer? Almost. The okay. other announcement I had is that we are no longer going to be on Anchor.fm, mm-hmm. the Anchor podcast hosting site. So if you've been listening on Anchor, there's only a few of you, I think, that actually listen on Anchor. Mm-hmm. All the back episodes will still be accessible but new ones will no longer be put there. Right. Tell the people where they can listen. Oh my gosh, so many places. So we're hosted on Spreaker, but you know, you can listen anywhere you listen to podcasts like Apple, Google, Mm -hmm. iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, CastBox, Radio Public. Um, There's so many. Yeah. Seriously, there are so many. You can even ask your Alexa or Echo device, whatever you call it, Mm -hmm. to play Latter-day Lesbian. That's true. But Alexa will only play the most recent I think. I think that's how it works. <laughs> so if you're brand new, you cannot use Alexa because you should be starting at episode one. <laughs> oh, Shelly. Damn okay. it. <laughs> okay. Shelly got her little preachy message in there. I can't help myself. She can't help herself. Listen, I'm okay if you start with like a couple of the more recent ones just to just to get to know us a little bit. Okay. But then, God damn it, go back to episode one and get the entire backstory. She's so judgy about the way she wants people to listen. Nope, nope, not judgy. I didn't say you suck if you don't do it my way. I mean, I didn't say it out loud. Um, she only thought it, everybody. I only thought it. I'm just kidding. Yeah. You do you, but for real, start at episode one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> On that note, should we get back into the temple? We should. We okay. should. By the way, we continue to have amazing responses to our temple episodes. Oh, my gosh. Um, people couldn't get enough of the pirate voice. <laughs> Um, so many nevermos being like, what's happening? What is this? Yeah. Yeah. If if that's the boat you're in, you know, whatever. You said you wanted a fucking temple episode. Now you're getting six of them or so because it's a lot. Mm -hmm. It's a Mm -hmm. lot. Uh, you mentioned a boat. Is that the pirate reference? Did I say boat? If that's the boat you're in, it's still pirate themed. I said that's the boat you're in? If that's the, never mind. Leave it, Dan. (laughs) People will know. She said, I can forget what I said said 30 seconds ago, everybody. (laughs) I'm like Dory at this point. So, Uh, well, you know, finding Dory had a real sweet ending. That's true. I don't know. Have you even seen it? When the kids came over, I thought you fell asleep or something. No, no, no. I was in here doing work, but I could hear like the music. Did you see the the music? It's real sweet. Aw. Okay, let's rent it. Okay. I mean, let's watch the one that I rented. If it's still available. I think Whatever. you bought it. Oh, you want? Yeah, probably did. <laughs> Shelly needs another cup of coffee, everybody. Actually, Brent bought it because I'm still using his uh, Amazon account. Boom. Okay, until right now. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. Brent, thanks for letting me buy movies. Really appreciate it. God. <laughs> I promise to not buy porn on your account. Okay. Okay, there you I'm go. I'm not sure where this episode is heading at this It's headed point. to Lucifer. Can we jump in? <laughs> Do it. All right. So we left off last week with um, basically the gods. The gods? Yeah. Elo- Elohim and Jehovah. Okay. They are gods. Jehovah's a god? 
as well? Yeah, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure what Jesus' Mormon theology. He's a God. Yeah. Was. No. Okay. okay. But they don't believe in the Trinity. No. But they did at one time, I think. It's a weird Trinity. <laughs> they can believe whatever they want. They can make it up as it's they It's more go. of a thruple. It's a <laughs> Ew. <laughs> you know, what's interesting, too, is in the, um, the Mormon movie, when they show um, Jehovah and Elohim all in their white robes and, like, glowiness, mm-hmm. their weird CGI shit, they look exactly the same. They look like twins. Oh. I thought you said it wasn't CGI. They do. It's not. But they don't look like actual people standing there. It's like they look like glowing. Oh, they put a glow effect behind real people. Okay. They look exactly the same. White beard, white hair. Like they could be twins. Jesus has a white beard? Um, everything's white in heaven. Duh. Uh, oh, right. White and delightsome. <laughs> God. Have you learned nothing? <laughs> I didn't think about their hair. <laughs> Jeez. So Elohim says, Adam. We have created for you this earth and have placed blah, blah, blah. Basically tells Adam what's there and tells him to multiply, replenish the earth. And now we talk about the garden. Mm-hmm. And you know what's funny about the movie is Adam just like hangs out. and like Pets fishes. Pets fish. Those of you have seen the movie where he's like kind of laying across a rock and he's got his hand and he's sort of swirling the water and there's goldfish swimming around. Anyway, we, <laughs> we also have planted for you this garden wherein we have placed all manner of fruits flowers, and vegetation. Here comes the important part. Okay. Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat, but of the tree of knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat. Nevertheless, thou mayest choose for thyself, for it is given unto thee, but remember that I forbid it. For in the day thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. So he's like, do what you want. But, but I'm going to kill you if you don't do what I want. <laughs> this is like, this is This is Mormon, Mormonism in a nutshell. Yeah, this is Mormonism 101 right here. Like, yes, you have free agency. Uh-huh. Jesus died so you could have your choices. You can choose whatever you want. But if you don't choose what we say, you shall surely die. <laughs> the fuck is that? So basically, Mormon God was a dick since Adam and Eve. Like, mm-hmm. And it's been carried on through Mormon patriarchy. This sums up Mormonism to me. Oh, yeah. This says it all. So basically, we should have only needed to watch that clip of the movie <laughs> instead of the next, like, 45 minutes of <laughs> right, bullshit right, right. that's coming up. It's like, I'm good. Got I it. Get, I get the gist of the shit. Yeah, I have choices, but I make this choice. Got <laughs> yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, God. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just made it a whole lot easier yep. for me. Okay, a little bit more here. Adam... Remember this commandment which we have given unto you. Now go to. You know what? If God talks like that, I don't want to talk to him. <laughs> I just don't. I'll be like, dude, you're so lame. Do you like pirate God better? I do. Hurry, <laughs> Adam! Don't be eaten from the tree! <laughs> Wait, we're not to the tree surely die. <laughs> Wait, say this part. It says, now go to. Dress this garden. Take good care of it. Be happy and have joy therein. Go. Pirate voice. What, Just say, what? now go to and dress this garden. Now go to and dress this garden. Okay, <sighs> I have, to, I have she... to be inspired by <laughs> okay, the never text. Mind. Never mind. Okay. That was not inspiring. No, sorry. It was shit. <laughs> um, and then God's last sentence before they withdraw, we shall go away, but we shall visit you again and give you further instructions. Okay. Mm-hmm. So now Adam's like hanging out. Eve is like carrying around a baby goat, I think. Maybe it's a baby sheep, <laughs> baby lamb. I'm trying to remember. And by the way, these are the old videos. Those of you who are more recent. Um, a lamb is a baby already. Oh, you're right. Lamb. Mm-hmm. Lamb. Lambkins. <laughs> we call Domino lambkins. We do sometimes. Because he curls up like a little lamb. Sure. Uh, so they're just wandering around. Okay. And you're like, ah. Oh. And then all of a sudden, Michael Ballum comes out. Satan. <laughs> Satan. Oh, Lucifer. Lucifer. Yeah, they call him Lucifer here. I don't know why, but I think the Michael Ballum movie was the one I saw the most. Yeah. Yeah. It was also the one who had hot uh, brunette Eve. Okay. And I guess a good-looking Adam, but this is funny. Adam in the video had a huge Adam's apple. I always took notice of that. Like, huh, Adam and his Adam's apple. Maybe they cast him on purpose. They they did. So he could have a giant Adam's apple. Probably. And be named Adam. Mm-hmm. So Lucifer shows up out of nowhere, and I'm going to try to use my best Michael Ballon Lucifer voice, okay? So, okay. Uh, you know, trigger warning, I guess, for the people listening. All right. Well, Adam, you have a new world here. Oh. And then Adam with his blank stare is like, 
a new world. Like, thir, 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 thir. <laughs> so Adam talks like Patrick on SpongeBob. <laughs> Adam is SpongeBob Patrick, but um, way less fun. Okay. Then Lucifer says, yes, a new world patterned after the old one where we used to live. You kind of remind me of that devil character on the Powerpuff Girls, <laughs> him. You know, does anybody know what I'm talking about? He's like, hello, girls. Yes. I mean, this is slightly different, but very similar. Michael Ballum probably watched. I think that was probably pre-Powerpuff. When was this When was this temple film Yeah, this made? movie's old. This is pre-90s. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's pre Powerpuff Girls. Well, maybe the devil voice from Powerpuff Girls they stole from the Lucifer voice. Who knows? Okay. So then Adam says, I know nothing about any other world. And uh, Lucifer SpongeBob? I don't know nothing about <laughs> Yeah. Who lives in a pineapple? Okay. <laughs> then Lucifer says, Oh, I see. Your eyes are not yet opened. You have forgotten everything. You must eat some of the fruit of this tree. Oh, and then he plucks the fruit. It is such a slow motion plucking of the fruit. <laughs> what kind of fruit is it? It looks like an apple, but not really. Mm. Like maybe an apple. So made up Mormon plum, fruit. Like an apple nectarine sort of combo. Huh. Yeah. It's not apple shaped. It's kind of like a long sort of. Appleine. It is an appleine. Okay. You must eat some of the fruit of this tree. Pluck. Adam, here is some of the fruit of that tree. It will make you wise. Hmm. And then Adam says, you know, in his uh, uh, <laughs> SpongeBob, I will not partake of that fruit. Father told me that in the day I should partake of it, I should surely die. I hate when they call God Father. It just annoys the it's shit. It's creepy. Yeah. Anyway, then Lucifer says, "You shall not surely die, but shall be as the gods, knowing good and evil." I'm doing a really good job on this, by the way. Like, I'm having slight PTSD because... Uh, I'm giving you a little golf clap here. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> then Adam says, I will not partake of it. And then Lucifer says, oh, you will not. Well, we shall see. Ooh, and then he turns oh, around oh, fast oh, and then, oh, then oh, all this oh. wind comes blowing through. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. <laughs> okay. This so is very good. dramatic. It is. It is. <laughs> Okay, so now we have Eve kind of standing around holding a lamb, blink, right? Blink, blink, yeah, blink. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm Eve. Uh-huh. Blink, blink, blink. <laughs> or SpongeBob, whatever. <laughs> Probably even dumber than SpongeBob or more blank because they really had her be that way. Sure. So Lucifer walks in and says, Eve, here is some of the fruit of that tree. It will make you wise. It is delicious to the taste and very desirable. Ooh, desirable. And then Eve, like, she turns with this face... Like, she has nothing in her brain, like mm-hmm. robot. Mm-hmm. And she says, who are you? And Lucifer says, I am your brother. <laughs> and then Eve says, you, my brother, and come here to persuade me to disobey father? And then Lucifer gets upset. I have said nothing about father. I want you to eat of the fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, that your eyes may be opened. For that is the way father gained his knowledge. You must eat of this fruit so as to comprehend that everything has its opposite. Good and evil, virtue and vice, light and darkness, health and sickness, pleasure and pain. (laughs) That's how he says it. Uh Thus your eyes will be open and you will have knowledge. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I'm so good at this Michael very Brown good, thing. Very good. Very good. I'm crushing. I'm not kidding. I know. I'm I'm just sitting here eating my popcorn, just taking in the show. <laughs> Raise your hand if you all are impressed with my <laughs> Michael Ballon Lucifer voice. I think you felt like you needed to um, bump it up a notch after my pirate god impersonation. Sure. But I saw this movie so many fucking times. <laughs> like, I am literally giving the same emphasis on the same words. I'm telling the you. Same emphasis, emphasis, emphasis. The same emphasis on the same syllables. Yes. Mm-hmm. You're doing great, baby. Thank you. Doing a really good job. I mean, you wouldn't even know. No, of course not. But I'm enjoying it. So this whole thing with I'm your brother, the siblings, our father, just reminds me of a George Lucas picture, you know? (laughs) Like, okay, so who's who? (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. But I am your brother instead of I am your father. (laughs) Right. That's perfect. Well, you know, Luke and Leia. Mm -hmm. I find your lack of faith disturbing. So I'm confused. Was Lucifer really Eve's? Brother? Or was he tricking her? No. So we are all brothers and sisters spiritually, (laughs) according to Mormonism. Wait a minute. But is Lucifer also Adam's brother then? Yes, and Jesus' brother. 
Okay, so that makes Adam and Eve sister and brother. Of course. Ew. And Mary is God's child, and he did her to make Jesus. It's a bunch of incestuous well, nasty. Well, yeah, but Jesus supposedly didn't come along until Mary. But the spirit was there. Mary's not Jesus's sibling. Yeah. We're all siblings. Mormonism gets creepier and creepier, everybody. Mm-hmm. So Adam and Eve were siblings. Okay. Their that, spirits were. Mm, okay. We're all spirit siblings. Spirit siblings. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Can I go on? Sure. Okay, so Lucifer lays it down. Like, thus your eyes will be open, you will have no blah, blah. And then Eve with blank face goes, is there no other way? And Lucifer says, there is no other way. And then Eve says, then I will partake. Oh, wait a minute. What is she after again? Sorry, I tuned out for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Those of you who fall asleep. <laughs> wake up, wake up, Wakey, 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 wakey. We're moving on. So is there no other way to what? Have your to eyes have open? their eyes open and have knowledge. I see. Correct. Okay. Jesus. So she she wanted the knowledge. Yes. And Mormon God doesn't want you to have any knowledge. Right. He's <laughs> like, y'all just stupid. <laughs> Well, you can, but that choice, right? Sure, 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 yes. but you'll surely die. Yes. Who's Shirley? <laughs> what is, is, is Adam missing two ribs now? Like, the fuck? Or is Shirley from Eve's uh, rib? Shirley and Eve. Oh. Getting it on in the garden. Uh-huh. I'm not Holding sure where I'm going lambs. with this song. <laughs> and Adam's just all clueless over there playing with goldfish and like <laughs> even Shirley are making out. Mm-hmm. I would watch that movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Eve says, then I will partake. Okay. And Lucifer hands her this fruit thing. Mm-hmm. And that, this is when it's clear that it's Appaline. not an apple. Appaline. Because when she bites it, it's more like very juicy plum type. So it's a plum apple? <sighs> I bet you I can find a picture online. I don't know. Anyway, (laughs) so he hands this to her and she takes like the slowest, almost zoom in. I I would venture to say slightly sensual (laughs) bite of this fruit. And the sound it makes is like it kind of breaks through the skin and then it's it's sort of mushy. Is juice flowing down her chin? In my mind, yes. (laughs) In the action movie, don't remember. (laughs) And then Lucifer says, there. Now go and get Adam to partake. And he plucks another one off and hands it to Eve. And she takes it and she looks at it and then she turns again like super Stepford Wives. Like, <laughs> I was just turning in my seat mm-hmm. right now. So, you know, everyone. You know, I'm irritated at God for putting this tree in the Garden of Eden. Yeah, what a dick. It's like, it's when- like putting candy in front of a kid and being like, don't you touch it. Yeah, yeah, it is like that. Or putting booze in front of an alcoholic, what mm-hmm. have you. Mm-hmm. It's a really cruel thing to do. Yeah. Why would you have that there to make it so difficult for your children, supposedly, to, you know, obey you? Well, because we have choices. You mm-hmm. can choose to obey or you can choose not to, and that's okay. fine, but so you shall gonna, surely die. You're going to put, um, what's your kids, what's one of your kids' favorite candy? Airheads. Airheads. So you're going to line your kids up, like on the couch or something, mm-hmm. put an airhead in front of each one of them and say, okay, you can't eat that. When but can I eat say, it? You can't eat this. Or you'll die. Or you'll die, <laughs> but you might also get supernatural powers. Surely. <laughs> Do you have a child Surely, Shirley? get away from Eve and listen the fuck up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you're going to say, and they'll be like, well, when can we eat it? Can we eat it after dinner? Nope, can't. Nope. You can never eat it. But you need to sit there and look at it. You need to sit here and look at and it. And there's nothing the fuck else to do. You're going to sit on the couch. Yeah. No right. TV. You're going to sit on the couch and look at candy. Yeah, it's not like they've got Fortnite or something. No. Right. They have goldfish. Yeah, and a lamb, <laughs> which would be pretty cool for a while, but you'd eventually want the fucking candy, right? For sure. And what happens if you wake up groggy one morning, mm-hmm. let's say, and you're real hungry and you're groggy and you walk over to a tree and you're like, oh, just mindlessly picking fruit and you take a bite and you're like, oh, wrong mm-hmm. tree, wrong tree. Well, even worse, let's pretend kids are staring at candy. Okay. Lincoln, oldest son that everyone looks up to, comes in. He's like, hey, remember I'm your brother. And they're like, oh, yeah, Lincoln. He goes, listen, mom and dad were bullshitting. You can eat the candy and nothing's going to fucking happen. Are you kidding right. me? They're just like being weird today. Yeah. Let's have candy and, and be happy and right, have magical right, right, powers. Right. Hell yeah, my kids would. Of course they would. Of course they would. And it's now their I'm brother. like, oh, I'm not going to spoil that. I'm not going to spoil what happens okay. when God finds out that they ate the fruit. I bet Pirate God is angry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that made the dogs bark. Yeah, it made the dogs bark. 
fucking pirate in here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me your airheads, kids. <laughs> Especially you, Shirley. <laughs> Why wasn't Shirley in the garden? <laughs> All right. I think this is a good place to pause. Okay. So, so far, Eve has eaten the fruit. Obviously, we know that Adam comes next. And then we get into some for real Mormony weird shit. All right. Can't wait for the Mormony weird shit. Mm-hmm. Wow. This is kind of like sort of watching or listening to a weird Mormon soap opera. Kind of is, right? <laughs> yeah. Especially when I bust out my Michael Ballum voice. <laughs> I mean, I might get discovered after today's episode. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, remember us little people. I will. I will. <laughs> yeah. I'll never forget you little people, Mary. <laughs> And Shirley, wherever <laughs> Shirley. you are. <laughs> Shirley, you just. Oh, my God. All right. Should we take our final break? Yeah, let's do it. And then I've got some patrons. Let's do it. All righty. Be right back. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get this. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Screw you, CBS. <laughs> 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 We're back. I love, by the way, that your phone was the one to ring. I know. Dan, you had better leave that entire thing in, okay? Because I want the listeners to know that I am not the only one who forgets to mute their devices. True. <laughs> it is true. Um, I forgot that I forgot. <laughs> that phone calls come through on my laptop. Uh, so you didn't mute your laptop. Is that what we're saying? That is what we're saying. Okay. Well, good to know. But also, sometimes we stop this and back up and listen a little bit and then insert our new mm-hmm. recording. So there is a reason okay. I leave the volume yeah, up on my laptop. I don't know why my excuses are never sufficient <laughs> when my phone bings. Or I do give you a hard time for not muting your devices. Oh, yeah. And by the way, everyone, before you even start recording, Mary will either say, your devices, mm-hmm. or when she feels a little passive aggressive, she will say, I am muting my device. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm inside rolling my, uh huh. Okay. All right. I love that you, was baby a special doll. Moment. It was special. <laughs> it was. Shall we talk about some patrons now? Let's do, let's do. Okay. <laughs> patrons. We have five new ones. Really? Yes. We have had some that have needed to drop off. Understandable. Mm-hmm. COVID, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, yep. We get it. And we still love you. Don't you worry. You got to take a break. But remember, we are still here. Yes, we are. Who are our new patrons? What are we doing with their last names? Do we want to do um, name generator? Um, why don't we do pirate terms? Oh, I love it. I okay. love it. So you have to do them all. <laughs> okay. All right. Ready? Page number one, Elsa S. S? It's got to be Swab the Deck. I mean, come on. Swab the Deck, you scurvy-ridden scallywags. Damn, three Elsa S's. got three. Three S's. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> okay, try again. Maria L. Lollygaggers, all ya. <laughs> Jesus, you're way too good at this. I'm a little freaked out. I'm not going to lie. Okay, next, Allison M. Matey, that blank is coming up for you. You're going to have to walk it. I don't know. That was weird. Got a little we'll weird there it. at the sorry, end. Sorry, Allison. Matey, you got the weird one. <laughs> Next, Aubrey T. <laughs> Blanking. She's losing her magic. Uh, Me timbers be shivering in their boots. I don't know. What are, which are your timbers? Are they less? Maybe. Old legs. <laughs> Thinking timbers are your legs. Okay, shiver me timbers. <laughs> I like it. I like it. There you go, Aubrey. Your timbers are shivering. I hope we don't have too many more. No, one more. Okay. This one is going to be impossible. <laughs> Noah V. V? V. Okay, how about... Uh... Vile, you scabs! Thirty lashes! Make them eyelashes! <laughs> Just because. Eye patches. With patches oh. on top. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry about that, Noah. That just happened. <laughs> that pirate voice is actually kind of fun. I like it. <clears throat> I have to clear my throat a lot during mm-hmm. and uh, or in between, and mm-hmm. I have to drink a lot of water. Just mm-hmm. letting everybody know. Um, the things you do for this podcast, baby. <laughs> That's right. You're committed. Right. Should we go on to channels members? Are we moving on to channels? Channels. We okay. have one new channels member All this right. week. Okay. We are excited to welcome Eliza B. B. Get ready for face-to-face video chats, Eliza B. We're coming for you. I like it. 
And the B stands for um, Buccaneer! <laughs> like the three Buccaneers! No, that's not a thing. Those are musketeers. Are <laughs> <laughs> oh, you so pretty, baby. Okay, Eliza Buccaneer, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, baby, how do people find us on Patreon and channels? Well, I know you know the answer. I want you to say it. You do? Uh-huh. Okay. Not in your pirate voice, though. I'm kind of, yeah, I need a break. Yeah. Okay. I need a break. Uh, if you would like to join us on Patreon, please visit patreon.com slash latterdaylesbian. And, of course, Marco Polo Channels is our website, latterdaylesbian.org slash polo for more info. Okay, does that wrap this one up? Wrapped it. Wrapped it up. Put a bow on that shit. Yep. Thank you, Dan, from Extension Audio. Couldn't do it without you, Dan. Mm-mm, thanks for leaving it in, Dan. Thank you so much. And everybody else, please steer clear of cults this week. Because they're no joke. No joke at all. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.